We are Wrestling Elitists. I am your co-host, Alex Gibson, alongside the King of Bong style, Sean Nash. What's going on, buddy? Uh, keep killing it. You're, you're doing A1 work with this nickname game. <laughs> I, I thought about it like three or four days ago. I was literally laying in bed and I wrote it in my phone because I would have been pissed if I forgot it. <laughs> yeah, that's when you can't sleep on. Yeah, that was, that's like the same thing like I did when I've, I've done two wedding speeches and both times they just... It came to me in the middle of the night, and that that's how I felt about that. Mm-hmm. Um, please, everybody, uh, make sure you're checking us out on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling Latest Podcast, as well as our website, WrestlingLatest.com, for our latest match reviews and articles, including our weekly Dynamite and Rampage reviews written by the late, great Chris Scott Moore. Ooh. We're not sure when he's coming back, but it'll be hopefully soon. Um, we have been hearing from him a little bit more, uh, a little more. Uh, but uh, obviously, there's there's a lot of adjustment that goes into having a a child in the house, and so a little uh, more thinking of you, Chris, and uh, thinking of you, little Jack, uh, Sean. Why don't you go ahead and run down the plan for today's show? We are going to talk about some news, our favorite matches, moments, and the 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 worst cringe of the week, along with what we're looking forward to in next week's show, along with the extra hitters, the the Royal Rumble breakdown, what we thought how we felt. Yeah. And I'm actually pulling an audible right now, as you said that, that I'm going to start at the top with the Royal rumble. So here we go. Just like, just like they started the show with the men's rumble. We're starting the show with the men's rumble. Switching it up on you. Yeah. Um, You know, I actually, I, I'd been doing a house project. I was, I had some, uh, some friends over and my dad over helping me with uh, laying some uh, flooring in my basement. And I rewarded them with watching the rumble with me. And my dad actually texted me the day after and said that he was shocked at how much he enjoyed huge. the Royal Rumble. Huge. Yeah, that was just huge news. Um, what were your thoughts on it? What did you uh, What did you like about it? What did you dislike? And uh, you could talk about the the women's and the men's at the same time. Uh, just wondering your thoughts on the show overall. Uh, I liked it. It was two good Rumble matches. A good uh, main event with uh, Roman and Kevin Owens. Uh, mm-hmm. The Men's Royal Rumble, nothing really stuck out other than Gunther, Walter, going the distance, really becoming the, the baby face of it all, and Cody Rhodes coming in 30 and taking the win. Uh, loved the finish to the Women's Rumble with all three of them out yes. on the outside. Perfect, perfect. And uh, Rhea Ripley f- kind of feels like an obvious winner, but uh, I'm glad they, they definitely went with yep. her. Yeah, that was a really cool finish, and I always get – I would just imagine having the sweatiest palms in that spot oh, where yeah. you have to catch yourself and not let your feet touch. And then, um, and you're and carrying someone else's weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. It gives me uh flashbacks to Batista and was it Batista and Cena when, uh, when Vince yep. Torres quads. <laughs> Torres quads. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Somebody fell before they were supposed to. That was uh that was a really cool finish. I think that Rhea seemed like is, even though I'm not somebody who watches every week, she seemed like an obvious choice going into it, but, Good job. You know, sometimes the obvious choice is the right choice. So yes. I thought it was good. And I thought, I don't know the name of the girl that was uh, the last, second to last. I can't remember her name, but she was really impressive too. She seemed like somebody that they could build up as a, as a pretty good baby face. Was um, she an NXT, NXT person? I think so. I Or like, I think she's recently come up. Okay. Yeah. Within like the last few months. Uh, and then I thought the men's was great. I really enjoyed the fact that the final two had a had a World long, War II theme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was Homelander versus uh, 
I can't remember another ba- one of the bad guys. Well, I guess good guys from the the boys, but yeah. Um, you know, I thought that it was just really cool the way that they they had it go for a little bit of time. There was a back and forth. It's been obvious that Cody was likely to win, the se- especially the second that Sami Zayn didn't come out at all during that. At all. Then, yeah. you, then you knew for sure that it was Cody, which is mm-hmm. fine. Once again, sometimes sometimes the obvious choice is the right one. I will say I don't think if Cody Cody coming back winning the rumble that quickly. He didn't have a super long time before the injury. To me, it's not the right time to actually have him take the belts off of Roman. I would rather have seen him lose and then him, him have to build back and then come back in say SummerSlam or Survivor Series. SummerSlam, yeah. if, if you're going to have him take that title off of Roman, I think that's the way that it, it makes it a little bit more meaningful. Right mm-hmm. now, it feels very similar to when every, sing- every single guy would leave WWE in 2006 and immediately get a TNA world title shot. You know, it's that <laughs> kind of same vibe where it's just, it, it feels a little bit like they're rushing him to that spot. Um, almost kind of the way that it's like Tony doesn't change plans. It's like they expected to do this back in July, so now they're going to do it still. But yeah. regardless, still fine. Um, isn't there a company that does a Royal Rumble type thing, but at the end, the last two... It's like a regular match. It's like a match. I think that's the, isn't that the New Japan, um, their battle royal that they do in the start, I guess? That, no. That sounds that's the, You could get pinned anytime. Oh. Uh, I feel like there's you, a company that has that, and I, I actually really that like that familiar. idea. Uh, I just think that that would be, I guess they kind of did that. You know what? You know when they did it was when we were at Blood and Guts, and then they had that weird battle royal. At, oh, with Brody um, King and, and, some and Darby, Darby, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think they did something like that. No, that sounds, no, because that was yeah. still an over-the-top thing, but they just combined the two rings. I can't remember, but I feel like yeah, I feel like I would actually rather see that be what the Rumble turned into. I, they'll never change it, and they probably shouldn't, but I would like it if the final two had an actual match at that point rather than mm-hmm. the teasing back and forth of will he or won't he go over the ropes and... and his feet i did see did you notice uh kofi's spot got fucked i was gonna ask did he have you seen anything like is he alive and okay because it seemed like (laughs) he smacked his head hard i i think he's okay um from what i've i haven't seen anything otherwise but it was funny hearing because my we had the you know the broadcast up loud enough that you could hear the commentary and my dad kept hearing them talk about how like he had only had you know, one foot touch potentially, and they were going to have to look at it, blah, blah, blah. You could tell that they were trying to salvage it. And I think they must've looked at the replay and been like, yeah, this is clear as day. We can't Mm -hmm. can't talk our ways out of this one. So that was, that was interesting to explain to them. Like, oh no, he has one of these spots every single time. Right. didn't, Didn't pan out, but I thought that the rumble was actually overall a really good show. I think one of my favorite parts is that there's the two rumble matches now. So you get very limited in terms of the other BS that goes on. Totally. Um, was there some BS there was that, that, tasted, that, taste, that tasted like Mountain Dew? Yeah. But uh, still sounded like that. Still limited. <laughs> limited. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's that's really all I can ask for. Um, my thoughts on the pitch black match, just to kind of talk about it real briefly. Let's do was, it. Let's get it. Let's it get was, out of the way. It was simply. Um, it was what I it was better than I expected because I expected so little. Exactly. Like I, I was kind of thinking about it earlier going into it. I'm like, this is going to be like the hell in a cell match with the fiend where they book themselves into 
committing murder, but have to (laughs) call the match with a match that has no disqualification. This could have been so convoluted, bad, but it wasn't that awful. Honestly, the I don't know if those were Orbeez or what the hell it was that was inside the table that uh, or looked like. Or looked like the like the popping bobas, the glow in the dark ones. Uh, I enjoyed that. That got me going. I was pumped about that. But the Uncle Howdy stuff after, you know what? Wrestling's a buffet. To quote Cody Rhodes, and uh, I just I stay away from the seafood at a buffet, and I stay away from the Bray Wyatt stuff in a wrestling buffet. Uh, we're too far withdrawn to understand what's going on with the story to even. <laughs> to know worst, even people who are don't know i was so. gonna say the worst part is is i think that we're in a better position to like it than everybody else um probably but uh, once again still a good show we'll talk about a little bit more of it uh, as we go into you know matches moments things like that but let's go into our news of the week uh what uh, stood out to you this week sean it's we're we're on the road to WrestleMania and things are getting announced and some people are sort of stepping away. It sounds like uh, Triple H after the, the presser after Royal Rumble kind of noted it sounds like it's not going to work out with The Rock. It's not in the, not in the schedule, and that's fine. If if it's going to be Cody Rhodes, it just makes no sense. the The Bloodline story should have went further to that, but also sounds like Stone Cold's out, which that's good. I I, I it makes ours a little more special. We Preserve don't my memories, please. Yeah, yeah. Let's not run it into the ground like we do everything else. Just that was special. Let's not just always be looking for that. And then there was a huge match announcement to uh, probably one of our favorite shows for Mania Weekend. So uh, I'll let you take that one. Yeah, my news of the week was that, first of all, Ibushi is coming to GCW and he's coming to GCW for Mania Week. And specifically, the match that's been announced is him versus Mike Bailey. Fuck me! I want to be there for that. That's that's awesome. That's worth that's worth staying on Skid Row. That is absolutely. <laughs> I would love to be there for that, but unfortunately, it's not in the cars this year. Hopefully, hopefully, he enjoys it so much that he comes back next year, and uh, we can maybe make our way out to Philly and you know see him because Bloodsport is one of the best shows. And I, I saw that Janella said something too about whatever it is that he's going to announce for, for Ibushi at that show is like, he's like, this is going to sell it out instantly or something like, like he made it sound oh, like okay. it's going to be, it's not going to be versus him then. It probably is. Let's be honest. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what uh, I'm like wondering. <laughs> yeah. But, but Ibushi, yeah, it's going to be great to see him and he's going to get a great reaction to be you know, huge. He's a free agent. He's getting a chance to kind of do what I think he does best. He's not a guy that wants to be tied down by contracts and he doesn't have to be. He's in a fortunate place with money where he doesn't have to. So even like if he were to do AEW, I'd rather just see him do like a three to six month stint. Maybe do a storyline with Kenny and then bounce, come back when he needs to. Let yeah. him just freelance for a little bit. I think that that's I think that that's where he's happy. But also, I think that that's where he's the best is when he's a little bit of a special attraction. And so uh, that's uh, that'll be exciting. Anybody who's going to be in LA for that, get your fucking tickets right away. There we go. Yeah. You know, Lauderdale is going to oversell it. So just (laughs) get there. Yeah. And uh, maybe bring your own waters because otherwise they, the employees will intimidate you into tipping them. They'll shame you. You can only imagine in California. That that bad in Texas. 
I was uncomfortable worse. for you, and I was I was pretty far behind you in, in, that, in that case. Uh, yeah. Sean had multiple people, and we were. I think we probably talked about it on the podcast, but you had multiple people when we were in Dallas that were like, "You better fucking tip me." And it was just like it's not like a situation where I have a face of a non-tipper. I'm a I'm normally a a, a very well tipper, but it got to the point where it was. Yeah, you've got an account. You got accountant energy. That's the problem. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess I'm gonna <laughs> cut the budget. Gonna Resting accountant face. <laughs> We're going to round down on that. <laughs> uh, moving on to our match of the week. Uh, what did you, well, what did you enjoy the most this past week? We seem to have a little disagreement in the group chat kind of on it, but I, I liked the Moxley and hangman match. I thought it was just kind of perfect for the spot. I guess that they're kind of in making, waiting this out to a, a bigger pay-per-view match, but just great start to the show. Really just Quick action, quick pace. Uh, Moxley taking it to Hangman right before the match even starts, and they both get their shit in on the outside. It's just hard hitting match, and it, it's clearly going to something like a, a last man standing at a Revolution or something. But it was just fun. I liked it to start off the show. I saw somebody pitch that they should do a first blood. That's what Hangman should challenge him to because it'll <laughs> be yeah, over in two himself. minutes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I liked the match. I I didn't like the ending, and I get it. It made sense that they are probably booking towards Revolution, so -hmm. they want to have a last man standing. I just I feel like they do this all the time. It's the same way that they they did the same thing with Dev and uh, Sheeta, where uh, where they book something as this is the blow off, this is it, and then it ends dumb. So then they do another. If you're gonna book some, if you're gonna say it's the blow off, it should be the blow off nine times out of 10 and it feels like it's nine times out of 10. It's then it's not, they should have just mm-hmm. pushed this out and booked it to revolution. I, I guess that, yeah. that also though, that's my own Like That's something that is an issue because they make television so good. They don't want to have, they don't want to have a bunch of fillers. So they want to have Hey man versus Mox, but they can only run it so many times. And I, so it's a little bit of a cake and, you know, have your cake and eat it too, type of a situation, but mm-hmm. it was a good match. Mox's head looked like it was about to burst at the end when yeah. he was in that uh, when he was in that submission hold from Hangman. And, like, his face yeah. was like straight up purple. It looks like when you're like in yeah. middle middle school and you try to see how long you can hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. or, or that that meme of that kid in class where you can see his vein because he just like doesn't <laughs> want to say something. That's what it looked like. Um, oh, my match good. of the week was less of a wrestling match, more of a. Uh, fucking crash test yeah just absolutely brutal but it's exactly what i expected it to be and i went into it with that mindset so i think that's why i enjoyed it uh samoa joe defeating darby retaining the tnt title feels like they've been hot potatoing the title a little bit but okay with it being hot potatoed and going to samoa joe who fun fact uh i don't know if you saw the there's a new suicide squad video game coming out oh yeah he's um and he plays yeah the shark yeah uh, sure i can see yeah. it totally yeah it's like wow they probably <laughs> had him do the motion capture on it too uh, but then obviously having uh the new and improved wardlow looking looking cute with his haircut come out enjoyed that and i i i thought the ending was fucking brutal like oh my gosh muscle buster already is a mat is a is a move i it's worrisome i already believe it hurts and then obviously you've had the incident with 
Tyson Kidd, where like Tyson he's Kidd. nearly paralyzed from it. That's so, like, been that, so it's negated. Hasn't oh it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not even saying yeah. anything from like a negative thing on Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like, but it's like enough that it's always in my head. Every time someone mm-hmm. gets hit with it, I'm like, hmm. Uh, and then so doing it as an avalanche one, and then on top of that, oh. exposed ring onto on the woods. Man, I want to. I I. Those two are meant I for each other. Wanna, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those two are, they're destined to beat the piss out of each other for the rest of their lives. Um, really good, you know, it, I shouldn't say a really good wrestling match, but it was a really entertaining match. And oh, yeah. uh, excited to see what they do with Darby moving forward. I think he's somebody who can afford to take losses like this, but hopefully hopefully he um, gets something interesting after this, something at Revolution. Yeah, loved the um, the sweatshirt with the the tax on it. Did not like oh. the idea of trying to put it back on because that that hurt my nipples. That's probably just dragging in you to uh. to jump on that. Uh, that was that was nasty throughout the whole match. Everything he was a- allowing to his body to happen was just nasty. Joe doing his like walk away move and just letting Darby do the suicide dive into the table. <laughs> yeah. Uh. What kind of person chooses to like vo- like volunteers to just go through a table the way that Darby did there? And that was like the second time in the match. It happened earlier with Joe just kind of flinging a table up and hitting him, and there, just man, oh man, uh, raised by all Jack for our entertainment. Circus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Nitro on Darby. Uh, moving on Correct to either. our moment of the week. What was your favorite uh, favorite moment? There was nothing bigger than the. The betrayal of the the tribal chief, the Sami Zayn stabbing him in the back. Roman Reigns has gotten so good at taking chair shots from behind. With that, the shields, it's yep. just it's it's perfect. Um, it's one of his five moves of doom. Yeah, <laughs> the the story is just it's so hot. It, it kind of makes there's a little bit of me that doesn't like the the men's rumble because Cody wins because the story is just going to get over overshadowed by this going on to Mania. With, with Cody, the it's so perfect. Sami Zayn is just killing it. That was a great match with Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, and to have it end like that, and this back and forth with Jay's, it's really, really enthralling. It is. It's it's kind of crazy that the the bloodline is so interesting, and then Bray is so uninteresting. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, that. And then also, yeah, it pays off at Elimination Chamber. And it it's just a it's a bummer that we're not going to see it at, culminate at WrestleMania. Hopefully they do something. I'm interested in the J route because I really expected. I don't get Kevin it. and Sammy to take the tag titles potentially off of the Usos. But it looks like Jay's done. I know there's people that want because the bloodline story kind of started with Jay versus Roman. Right. There's people who want it to end that way. I just, it doesn't make sense to me. I think Sammy's such a more enjoyable single star. I really like, I like the Usos, but I don't need to see either of them as singles competitors, really. No. They're, they're, they're conjoined at the hip at this point for me from a wrestling standpoint. That's a problem of having a twin. Yeah. Exactly. And then tying yourself to them immediately. Right. So it's, it'll be interesting to see the route they go. I want to believe in triple H that he'll do whatever is the most intriguing, but it does give me a little bit back to the vibes of, you know, when 
Daniel Bryan was a clear cut. He needs to be the one in WrestleMania. He's champ. Uh, yeah. And, and it took yeah. the fans basically revolting to get him there. True. And he got totally. a, he got a triple threat match rather than it being a one-on-one match, but we'll see. Uh, they they still got a little time to develop things. Yeah. yeah. I'm still interested in if they're going to have Roman do both nights, if he's, if he'll defend both nights, because then maybe, maybe that's how you split up the titles too, right? Like he defends Saturday and Sunday each title. And then, mm-hmm. then it's not so obvious which one's getting, which one's taken, which one's, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It'll be interesting for sure. Uh, we are on the road to WrestleMania. It's pointing at the sign season, baby. And we're here it's over for there. It. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our cringe of the week. What did you hate? Uh, I hated it. It was kind of hard. I mean, this was the Royal Rumble was was fine. Pitch Black was easy to say was the worst. But I kind of just as soon as Dynamite came on and they hit the Jericho Appreciation Society out there, putting Ricky Starks through another trial while MJF has. Brian Danielson going through a trial just seems lazy again. I feel like <clears throat> AEW's had a little bit of a, a little bit of history of this in their short. It's life. a crutch. They 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 end up doing the same thing with two different stories at the same time too often. That there's no quality control in in the story timelines. That eh, if this is a thing to complain about, this is not the worst thing in the world. But it's just they do it a little too often. And I'm wondering if it's just going to eventually become too much of a problem. Yeah, they do it a little too often. And, oh man, this is even be... similarities of like, uh, Britt Baker getting attacked backstage and then MJF and then back get backstage. There's another eliminator match. And then let's make a men's eliminator match. It's, it's all too much in the same two hours. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there, there's a lot of similarity there. And I think, so I, what I'm about to complain about, I know that it's a little bit like, okay, once again, you can't complain about both of these things, but on the Jericho Appreciation Society side, who the fuck wants to see Angelo and Matt Menard have matches? Nobody believe like they're two fucking goons. And I don't like in that case, I don't understand why if I'm thinking about it from a kayfabe perspective, why would Jericho think that there's any chance that one of those two buffoons beats Ricky yeah. Starks? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And then on the other side, the the Danielson side, I was thinking last night, like I, I loved getting to see Timothy Thatcher on AEW television. Yeah. I think that I think it's the perfect way for him to be on television as a a special attraction or, you know, a one mercenary one off. Yeah, like he wouldn't work on a day on a weekly basis really just because of his style. And even the match wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be. But I think one of these times you have to have someone come in, in that mercenary style and actually get the win. And maybe it's somebody that you've signed so that you're not having a pro wrestling Noah, uh, wrestler, you know, get a win over one of your guys on television. Mm -hmm. But like, just don't announce like, hey, we've, you know, say they sign Jeff Cobb and he comes back and does another thing like he did, uh, uh, you know, best. right before COVID. Something along those lines where nobody knows that he's signed and then you do that because every time like these these wrestlers get brought from the outside and you're just kind of reinforcing that they're not to the quality of AEW wrestlers. Sure. Which once again, from a business perspective, makes sense. But I just think from a 
why would MJF keep having keep doing this? Why would he keep bringing in people like Thatcher, or Nick Gage? Um, you know, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, Guerrero. Yeah. yeah. Super crazy. Was super crazy involved in that too? Or was it just, I know. I think it was just, I think super it was crazy just. did something else. I think he's been on AEW television, but not for that. Um, but yeah, like those guys, why would you keep bringing those people in? Why would you keep spending money on that when it clearly doesn't work? Mm-hmm. So I will say, man, Thatcher looks so fucking menacing. He looks like he survives off undercooked meat. He is just, <laughs> <laughs> he looks he looks rabid yeah, he really does he's he's the person you see at the the corner of the bar you just you, you do not fuck with yeah yeah drinking warm pbr oh <laughs> uh, yeah he orders four at a time so that, like it can get warm before <laughs> he drinks it they get better as time goes on yeah <laughs> they better with age <laughs> my my cringe of the week was going back to uh the, the royal rumble, rumble. It was the performance of musician Hardy. That was awful. As oh, if they didn't play the God. song enough throughout the whole show. That guy is, he's Kid Rock Light. He is not enjoyable. <laughs> and uh, like, he just, the the quality of it was awful. Nobody there wanted to see it. They like yeah. took down the whole ring too. Like just have him perform at the top of the fucking stage. Said he right. can get in, get out. Uh, nobody knows who this guy is really. Like I know he's like, from what I know of him, he's, he's got a lot of famous songs, but it's songs he's written for other people. So nobody knows him. And I, I, some, someone I went to high school with when that, when his album came out, like two or three days before the Royal rumble, he like, they put on like Instagram, like, wow, this is like album of the year. So naturally I listened to it before the Royal rumble. I was like, okay, fucking, awful it's so bad i it's so bad i would tell him to his face that i didn't like it <laughs> i couldn't stand it maybe and, we're just at the age where when we were kids and limp biscuit was the the theme yeah. song to mania people our age probably didn't like it but that was not not good either it, it was not and i would rather hear nookie fucking 20 times in a row than Hell hear yeah. him once and uh it was just just a Bad, bad performance. One of my one of my uh, buddies, Brandon, he he pointed out though recently that at this point WWE is just a marketing company. Like they probably either have a, they're probably either getting paid off of his record deal or got paid to have him perform from the record company. Or you know, Nick Khan used to be a talent agent. Maybe he's a okay, former agent. Sure, one of his maybe he's one of his former clients. There has to be like there's there's zero chance they paid for that. Ugh. yeah it's become so much like that they've never had a good live musician play it i don't understand why they do it never oh comes off well either on the the audio on the people there or people watching tv never works never good and with someone who you you really don't even know their name just don't don't do it live and don't do it in the middle of the ring Unless yeah whoever whoever has like whoever like controls all of the music that they have for pay-per-views for NXT stuff. Worse than a middle school dance programmer. Don't ever give them the aux cord at a party. My God, they have some weird taste. Uh, but let's get over (laughs) that. Anticipation. Let's get positive. 
What are you looking forward to? Uh, it was a hot little backstage fight. This uh, MJF Takeshita match is going to be pretty pretty hot. Um, would love to see would love to see a Takeshita win, but hmm. yeah, I don't think that's going to happen with uh, the Eliminator style of it all. But love the little the beat down that led to it all. It's gonna it's gonna be a little hot match and another good dynamite kind of stacked up again next week. Yeah, I actually think with it being an eliminator, maybe this is the time that an eliminator actually happens. Uh and you know that next the following week he gets a title shot against MJF. No, like he, like I like yeah. I think it'll be he'll he would win fluky, right? Like maybe Danielson's music hits or something like that. Right. But, um, yeah, make him strong still. Yeah, like I just I feel like there's there there's a part of me that feels like that could happen and maybe I'm there's just getting my hopes up. So you're telling me there's a chance. Uh, I just want to see I just want to see Takeshita string together two wins on television in a row. I think it's really nice. what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, but that that's my anticipation as well. I think no matter what that'll be enjoyable. You know, we don't get to see MJF wrestle that much and to be honest it's actually kind of hurting his reign for me. Um, I'm kind of over him as champion right now. He hasn't been super interesting um but i think that it that that all gets fixed with a great match at revolution and then a intriguing an intriguing uh feud that follows i think the problem right now is it you know the storyline is essentially just danielson wrestling every week which i enjoy but it's not anything super interesting with mjf in in his involvement so I'm not, I'm not like out on it. I'm just a little bit, I'm down on it right now. Souring on it a little bit. It's on the back burner. Doesn't seem like the big push at the moment, I guess. Yeah. Which is weird because it's the title, yeah. but. But it's always more fun. And that's the thing, even with Sami Zayn, going back to that real quick, you know, him as champion won't be nearly as interesting as. The build, the story. Chase. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, the chase, it's the, the chase It's the same thing with hangman. Like, it was such a fucking high when he finally got to that point, got the win, and then immediately you're just like, oh, "Okay, that was fun." No, who's gonna do? Yeah, it he was next fine. Who's gonna do it? He was, a, he was a fine champion, but it's just it's the there's guys that are better on the chase than they are as actual champion. Mm-hmm. I think Roman, on the other hand, I don't really care about him as you know chasing the title, but god damn, is he good at least as a heel champion? Oh yeah, the whole. The whole time he chased was was god awful. The way they they booked him throughout his early career, and then just this lateness now of him double champ, this super confident tribal chief. It's doing light years to his career and legacy. He he really sounds like The Rock sometimes when he talks. I don't know if you've noticed that, but his voice I noticed really? it when we were at when we were at SmackDown. I was like, oh shit, he like he sounds like him now. Hmm. I'm not, not shitting on that. Did you see the new Project Rock drop, by the way? No, I've uh, I've tried to stay away from all like normal websites I buy stuff on. So oh, I'm going to look now. But well, first of all, I like the, there's a really nice color that they like almost went with like dolphins colors, which I really like. Oh, uh, nice. And then all and then also the Rock like posted photos in it, but like they gave him like the sleeves look like. Uh, I don't know, like sleeves of a woman from 1980, like that kind of style. Like they're, they barely cover his shoulders because like a normal <laughs> shirt doesn't work on him. Does not fit. Yeah. It's just super fucking weird. 
Uh, oh, this is a couple cool. of other. Did you? Yeah, you, you pulling it up right now? Yeah, I like this Ohana T-shirt. Yeah, the Ohana ones. That's what. That's like one of those ones though that I'm like I don't feel like I'm cool enough to pull that off. You know what? I'm not. I'm not fully ready to make that commitment to the gym. That that's a home day. gym I'm, fit. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, right, where the ride on the Peloton with PFT wearing that, but not. That's that's right. Not taking that um, to the gym. Just a couple other quick. Actually, really only one thing because we talked about the Royal Rumble stuff all at the top of the show. Um, mm-hmm. AEW announced that they are going to start running more house shows or live shows that are not on television. Um, I think it would be a good thing for them to maybe tape them and put them on a streaming service. Who knows? But or maybe they tape. Um, that was the promise ROH. with the WWE Network, wasn't it? To start getting some house shows, but did that ever really come to fruition? Yeah, I think they put like a couple of random ones. Remember, like there was Fastlane or whatever. Yeah, Fast and Starcade. Like they did like special event house shows or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it'd be a good time to like you know, to tape ROH shows on that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause then you, you can get quite a bit of content out of it, but they're going to be running their first house shows. First one being March 18th in Troy, Ohio. Uh, if I, if that day. wasn't the day after, uh, St. Patrick's day, I would consider committing to that, but huge for the Midwest. I am not, I am not trying to drive, uh, to Dayton essentially. Ugh. And with, the, with I, that, that kind of a hangover. I saw something on Reddit. It looks like uh, Moxley has a, a double booking with that in a, a show, maybe in Ireland. Somewhere in Ireland. So, yeah, yeah so, OTT. Sorry for the uh, the people over in Ireland. Probably that's not going to go well for them. Yeah, it sucks, but it's like part of me kind of feels like that's the danger when you book around somebody who is on a main main show. Yeah. yeah. So, that's but cool. Also, Start coming yeah, around here. Oh God! Give us like an OU show. Uh, um, I never know what is 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 U of M. Is that the Breslin Center? That's Michigan that State. State, okay. Or Yoast, 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 or Chrysler, Chrysler Center. Chrysler, Chrysler. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Give us, give us some shows there. I'd, I'd love to go to a house, like an AEW house show. I think would be really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, anything, especially if if that made if front row is pretty affordable for that. I need to. I need to experience front row. Need to taste that. Yeah. Yesterday. Give us a taste. Oh man, I will. If you thought that I thought I was better than people when I got my first free upgrade to first class <laughs> on a flight, imagine me sitting uh, camera side. Front the hard front row at a wrestling front show. <laughs> what else could you ask for? <laughs> uh, well, that'll do it for this week's show. Uh, we appreciate everybody who continues to listen, continues to push us into the top 109 podcasts uh, about wrestling on Apple Music, or I guess Apple Podcasts, not Apple Music. Coming uh, for you. Please continue to uh, listen to the show, read our articles, uh, buy our merch, do everything to uh, help us You know, feel like, feel like there's uh, people who love us. We'll continue to pump out, pump out material for you all. Uh, it's going to be an exciting few months coming up, right? We've got Revolution coming up. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks after that, we've got WrestleMania, which not only includes WrestleMania, but WrestleMania week. Uh, and I think with GCW's deal with Fight TV, that should make, I think it's, hopefully the collective is super cheap for us this year. Hell yeah. Uh, should just be the 5 or $10 a month. And hopefully uh, I can weasel my way over to Sean's house to watch some of that with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe get some, maybe get some drifter coffee. 
to keep us keep up, keep us awake. up late night. Yeah, we're gonna need it. Collective runs late. Exactly. Uh, it's LA time but, too. It's gonna be fucked. Oh god, damn it. Mm. Well, I damn. think I know where I'll be taking my next batch of PTO. Yes. Um, there we go. But once again, please share the show with friends, family, loved ones, coworkers, enemies, really anybody that you want. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Check out the website, wrestlingleaders.com. Rick Rude, send us home. Hit the music.